Right now, Lena, I'm really excited. Today, you know, we wanted to do something a little different. We didn't want to do our normal, how we do uh, our Sunday morning services. We wanted to do something different. And so we wanted to bring somebody and just have fun today. Is it okay to have a little fun in church? That's my, I love having fun. We'll be continuing and picking up back, picking back up on Mind Games next Sunday. But I want you to welcome uh, our friend. He has been seen on six seasons of BET's Comic View. He has been to the dry, well, I shouldn't say this word, church, dry bar comedy. But it's dry. It's okay. And uh, he's been seen in churches all, he's a favorite in churches all over America. Would you please get on your feet and welcome Muncie. I love it. Have fun. How about we give a big round of applause to Pastor Ethan and his wife, Lena? Give them a big round of applause. Yeah. That's your pastor. Thank you, Pastor Ethan. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day to every mother that's here. Uh, to the lady that's 90-something years old, God bless you, ma'am. You made it out today. I'm serious. I had no idea that would have... Uh, that, uh, God, I, I, I want to say it again. God bless you, ma'am, seriously. I'm not saying you're old, but I'm pretty sure she stood in Moses' wedding. I'm just saying somewhere, <laughs> somewhere she know him on a personal level. And somebody got 12 babies over there, and somebody got 10 over here. You know how they got them little stickers on the back of the van, like with all your little kids? She got so many, she had to put them on the next door neighbor's car to rest them all the way like that. <laughs> For the people that haven't seen me before, I want you to know before I go any further, this is my real head. This is not a comedy head that I put on when I come up here. This is my real head. This is how I'm gonna look for the whole show. There's no point during this show when I'm gonna take this head off and put it into my bag and put my real head on and go, ta-da, it ain't gonna happen like that. I know if Uncle Fester married a Cabbage Patch baby and had a kid, it would be me. I already know that. I don't care. I don't care, because I got a good personality and that's all that really matters. That's not all that really matters. And I will say this, too. I got to get it out the way, because I know you're wondering. I'm pregnant. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm a grown man. It's 2022. I can do what I want with my body. I've been pregnant for 18 years. I found out nine years ago it's a boy. Soon as he pop out, he going straight to college. I'm tired of raising him. I haven't always been this big, y'all. It's not something that I'm trying to achieve. It's the best I could do with what I got, you know what I'm saying? I'm losing my hair, so I'm shaving my head. There's nothing else I could do. I'm 61 years old. I was supposed to be 62, but I was held back a year. But anyway, <laughs> that part doesn't matter. And Pastor Ethan wasn't kidding. I'm so proud of this, y'all. I was on the last six seasons of BET's Comic View. I'm proud of that. Yeah, uh-huh, because that's BET. That's black entertainment television. I'm a white boy, y'all. <laughs> Think about it, like a white boy being on BET even one time. That's like somebody from Alabama being on Jeopardy. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like it could happen, but it probably won't. <laughs> uh, where's the people from Alabama? Be proud. Where you at, Alabama? Clap your hands, Alabama. Yeah. I knew y'all was out there. I didn't know where y'all were sitting. I didn't know how many, but I saw y'all trying to valet park y'all mobile home outside for the show. I saw y'all. I saw it, man. They was like, hey, man, here's my keys to my house. Truck wouldn't start. We said, no way. We missing Mother's Day at Vibrant. We taking the house. Be careful when you park it. I got three youngins in the living room doing homework right now. And you know I'm playing Alabama. You know I'm playing. Because nobody in Alabama got three youngins. They all got like 12 and 13 youngins. 
And for sure, they're not doing homework. <laughs> Roll tide. <laughs> oh, man, let's see where my Alabama people at, baby. Is that y'all? Man, y'all are so beautiful. What's your name, man, with the blonde hair? What's your name? Robin. Robin, is that your husband? Yes, ma'am. Like the way you talk, Robin. I like that. What's your name, my friend? Oh, you talk just like her. Well, that's Robin and David. Hey, Robin and David, how you been? I'm not gonna mess with you, man, because I know you got a shotgun in your truck outside. I know you do. He probably got a weapon on his person right now. It's nice to meet you, David. You, you, you a Roll Tide fan? God bless you. What kind of work do you do, my friend? In sales? Can you be a little more vague than that? Because even like a drug dealer could say he works in sales, you know what I'm saying? Well, what you selling, David? What you selling, David? Somebody come pat him down, pat him down. What are you celebrating, buddy? I mean, what, what, are, you, what are you selling? You sell safety supplies? I got you. You don't have like a... No, nothing, you just going door to door. <laughs> Hello, my name is David. I'm going door to door at Alabama today. Do you ever sit around your mobile home and think to yourself, Woo I sure would like to get some safety supplies up in my house. But I don't even know where I'd find such a thing like that. That's what I do. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, bro. I'm playing, bro. Ma'am, ma'am, do you work? Yes, sir. Yeah, somebody got to pay the bills. He ain't making no money going door to door. Selling safety supplies. Selling Band-Aids door to door. How you gonna make a living doing that? Robin, right? Yeah, you got good manners, Robin. And, and, and is your mom and dad still alive? Yes, sir. Are they here? They'll be at 11. They'll be at 11, so the answer is no. <laughs> you don't want her to testify in court. You don't want her to testify in court. <laughs> They'll be at 11. I'll tell them I met you. I'm going to tell them that you have good manners. You do have good manners. What kind of work do you do, Robin? I'm a registered nurse. Oh, you go, girl. Let me tell you something. Uh, well, let me ask you something. Did you bring any samples? How long have you been a nurse? 26 years. 26 years? Wow, you don't look old enough to be a nurse 26. Good answer, good answer. Is that how you met him? He was in a psych ward just wandering around. I got band-aids for sale. Please don't beat me up, buddy. I got a family. Seriously, man, I don't. So it's all good, buddy. I, I love you, brother. I love you, man. I do. And, and happy, you got children, ma'am? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Ha happy Mother's Day, too. And I like the way that you knew that you was 26 years, like you counting it down. See, if I fall off this stage or if I get hurt, well, well, first of all, let me just say this. There's no point in my show where I play like I fall down and have a heart attack. If I fall down, I'm probably having a heart attack. And if I do, can you let her come up and try to bring me back? David, you stay where you at. Don't come try to run up here and try to help me with a Band-Aid. I get him, I get him back, I get him. But I want a nurse that doesn't have a good memory if I have to go to the hospital. I want a nurse to come walk in my room and go, Mutsi, I'm gonna be a nurse. I'm sorry you fell off the stage at Vibrant. It was pretty funny the way you were flopping around on the ground and everything, but I'm going to be your nurse, and the doctor told me to give you some morphine. I forgot how much he told me to give you, so I'm just going to give it all to you. You just give me a thumbs up when you think you had enough. <laughs> you work at a hospital? You teach at college? What college? Devil State. State. Spell it. I said spell it, not say it again. 
I'm gonna leave you alone. Y'all got enough problems at that house right there. You said Bevel? Bevel. I've never heard of Bevel State. Y'all got a football team? Of course not. Who would you play? Piggly Wiggly, Walmart? <laughs> I am the starting quarterback at Bevel U. God bless you, man. You didn't know that. Yeah. They <laughs> Everybody in this front row is so nervous right now. They go, I am not sitting up front. I don't care. If they have a comedian or if they don't have a comedian, I'm sitting in the upper deck next time I come in because I can hear Jesus from back there just like I can hear him from right here, and I ain't taking no chances. Now, for the, like for the older people, I won't shine my light in your eyes, not on purpose. I won't. That's an LED police flashlight right there. That thing is bright. It's so bright. I'm serious. If I shine in an old person's eyes, they think it's Jesus calling them home. <laughs> They'd be like, is that you, Granny? Is that you? I'm coming to see you. <laughs> Let me just see who else we got here. Man, I love to have fun with my flashlight, man. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. You look nervous, buddy. You got warrants? What's up, buddy? You all right? He's like, I got to go. I got to go. Happy Mother's Day. Good to see you, my friend. Have I met you before? Yeah. Hey, you look familiar, man. God bless you, brother. Where did I meet you? Oh, Storyside, yes, sir. By the way, that's how I got to come here. Pastor Ethan was a pastor at Storyside in Belleville, Ohio, another beautiful church just like this. So spirit-filled, just like this, man. When we were working, oh, I can't believe I waited this long. Would you please give the worship team one big, giant round of applause? That was unbelievable. I'm serious, man. That, that's unbelievable. Where's the bass player? I want to see the bass. Where's the bass player? Where's he sitting? Point him out. Somebody point him out. Somebody yell. Where's he at? Front row? You got to yell at me. I can't see. Okay, I won't be able to see him because it's too far away. But I just want to see. Look, I play drums, right? So I know about bass players. That dude's got rhythm, man. Let me tell you something. Y'all going to be here on a Sunday, and he's going to break out with some earth, wind, and fire. Y'all gonna be worshiping, oh, thank you, Jesus. Do you remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, we remember Jesus. We sure do, buddy. Look at you, man. You look like you're ready for a fight, man. Look at you. You look like you're ready to rush the stage, man. I met you before the show, didn't I, buddy? And they introduced you as the best dressed man in the church, huh? Yeah, till you saw me. <laughs> I told them, I go, look, man, you can put a $10,000 Versace suit on me. I'm not going to look good. I'm just not. I'm going to look like this. I can't help it. But look, I like to do this. I like to talk to a few people. Always, by the way, I will never make fun of you. I will always have fun with you, right? I will never cross the line. Seriously, that, that's, not, that's not funny, and it never was, right? And so, but I like to have my flashlight with me so I could see you and so the other people could see who I'm talking to. Like, for example, when I was talking to you, I glanced at these people right there and I could see them. They were treating me like a third grader. They were looking down. They were like, if I can't see him, he can't see me. <laughs> and then when I was just talking to you, they were like, oh, it's going to be my turn. It's going to be my turn. <laughs> and it is going to be your turn in this section right there. Look at you, ma'am, with the black, is that black and white stripe right there? Yes, ma'am. What color is that? That's red? Check your left shoulder. I'm gonna pray for you, ma'am. She colorblind. Lord Jesus, can you heal my girlfriend? She, she, she colorblind right now, Lord. That is blue on that side, right? Oh, thank you. I thought I was seeing, I thought he put a mojo on me or something right over there. She went to devil's state, she might have that power, you know what I'm saying? And, and what's your name, ma'am? What is it? Fidelia? That's a beautiful name, ma'am. I'm Mutsi. Don't worry, I'm not gonna say nothing about your name, am I? I will say this, Fidelia, you ain't gonna find that name on a keychain at Walmart, I can tell you that right now. You know what I'm talking about, you know me and you've been looking forever. I know there's a Wydelia in here somewhere. We got about like four or five of them little keychains and melt them in the microwave and splice them together. Got a little bicycle with a license plate that long on the back of it right there because we have splicing. You're very beautiful and you got a beautiful smile, ma'am. Are you married? 
Me either. How you like me so far? I got a job. You like, you like me now, huh? <laughs> She's like, I'm pretty sure I love you. Mm-hmm. I think Jesus sent you here today just for me. Do you work? Yes. Yes, ma'am. What kind of work do you do? You retired and you pay taxes? I prepare taxes. Oh, you prepare taxes. You retired and you prepare taxes. You don't pay them, you just prepare them. <laughs> IRS come knocking on our door when we get married. We're like, we got them prepared. <laughs> oh, they all stacked up in the back. Don't you worry about me, Mr. Man. I got my red, my white, and my blue on. I'm all American. Yeah, and you see that goofy man in the back? That's my husband. He got a job. <laughs> you prepare taxes so you work two weeks out the year. <laughs> Gives us more time to go on trips. That's what I'm trying to say. You got a nice house, ma'am? Yes, ma'am. I think we might be soulmates. I'm serious. I think I love you. I'm not even playing. I'm pretty sure I do. You got a nice car? Yes, yes ma'am. I'm definitely in love with you. <laughs> Can you cook gumbo? Never mind. I feel like we got to start seeing other people. We'll go buy our own gumbo, won't we? I forgot how I pronounce your name. I forgot how I pronounce it. Wynelia. Yes, ma'am. Ma'am, if I forget, will y'all remind me? What's your name, ma'am? Stephanie. Stephanie, yes, ma'am. What's her name? Oh, look at you little show-off sitting right up front. <laughs> Are you married, ma'am? Yeah. All right, never mind. <laughs> I'm trying to see who's got the most money in here, man. I'm just, I'm not gonna have, look at you, look at you. That's some beautiful hair, ma'am, with the red shirt. What's your first name? That's a beautiful name, Deanna. You married? No, oh, look at her. <laughs> That's either her ex-husband or her daddy right there. <laughs> oh, no, she's not. We made that official last November. <laughs> you know that person? Who is that? A of <laughs> oh, he's trying to hook you up, huh? He trying to add one, plus one to the barbecue on Sunday. Where's the friend of your husband? Raise your hand. There he is right there. Thank you for trying to hook her up, sir. What's your name, my friend? Dakota. Dakota? Nice to meet you, Dakota. You got a loud voice to speak clear. What do you do, buddy? Uh, I go to school right now. Changing careers when I was a firefighter. You go to school? High school's hard in Columbus, huh, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, you're going to that school where she goes over there, right there. You're a starting quarterback for the <laughs> Devil University or whatever she called it right there. Dakota, you, you were a firefighter? You, 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 you retired? No, you just showed up one day. Dakota, I'm sorry that your mobile home don't fire. I ain't going nowhere near it. It's too hot over there. I quit. You all right, Dakota? Everything all right, buddy? Was I close? <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Look, I'll tell you what. Watch, watch this, Dakota. Watch how cool I am. I'll even ask everybody to give the fire department a big round of applause, y'all. How about that? Let's clap for the fire department. Yep. Because I know how they do it, man. They work 24 hours, probably like 6 in the morning or 7 in the morning, all the way to the next 6 or 7. Am I right? That's right. Then y'all get four months off. Then y'all go back for another <laughs> 6 days. <laughs> 
I'm teasing you, brother. How long were you a firefighter? Eight. Eight years. Good job, buddy. And what are you going to school? What are you learning? Aerospace engineering. Oh, snap. <laughs> I thought I would see you at my GED reunion from the way you were talking earlier. You might be my GED teacher next year. And I do have my GED reunion coming up. I'm very proud of it, y'all. Class of 1978. 250,000 of us this year. 78, that makes it my 19th year reunion. And if you ain't laughing, you invited. And I mentioned trailer, I mentioned y'all parking, y'all. Look, I can say what I want about a mobile home because I, I grew up in a mobile home. Watch this. How many people live in a mobile home? Clap your hands, be proud. Y'all better stop playing, I drove here. Clap your hands if you live in a mobile home. I see where y'all live. Maybe you don't call them. How many people live in a trailer? Clap here if you live in a trailer. Maybe some of y'all uppity up. Who live in a prefab? Who live in a prefab? <laughs> All right, let's keep it real. Who got wheels on your house? Clap your hands if you got wheels on your house. I grew up in a double wide, y'all. We had a nice one set. My parents didn't hook it up side by side like that. They put it long ways like that. Our house was 14 feet wide and 180 feet long. We used to bowl from both ends of my house. Comes in handy. Is anybody celebrating anything other than Mother's Day today? Oh, somebody does have a birthday. What was the birthday? Shout it out. The name? <laughs> I heard y'all say birthday earlier. Y'all like, I'm good. It's not my birthday. I thought I was mistaken. I, I looked at my driver's license and it's not today. It's going to be next Sunday when we come back. It's when it's going to be. If y'all think I'm loud, bold, and silly, I wish you could have met my mama. My mama, let me tell you something. Let's do this first before I tell you about my mama. If you are here with your mom, if you're in this room with your mom right now, both of you stand up if you can. Both of you stand up if you're here with your mom. Stand up. Everybody stand up if you're here with your mom. Keep standing up. Keep standing up. Keep standing up. Man, that's awesome. That's about 85 to 90% of the people. Okay, now here's what I'd like for you to do. I'll tell you this. I'm a mama's boy. My mama died in 1990. She was only 56 years old. There's not a day that doesn't go by that I don't think about my mom. I get all my silliness from my mom. My mom taught me how to live, love, and laugh. And I honor my mom just like I honor Jesus with my life. I would never try to do anything to embarrass my mom. I would never do that. And I have two children and two grandchildren, and I would give anything I have in this world, except for my two children and my two grandchildren, to be able to hug my mom for this Mother's Day. And I can't do it. So, for the moms that are standing up and your children, would you all do me a favor, the ones that are standing up with your mom, would you give your mom a hug in my honor and let me see you give your mom a hug and tell her that you love her. Tell you love her. Tell your mama you love her. Tell them. Tell them. I don't care how many times they beat your butt, you deserve it every single time. <laughs> Tell them every time. Thank you. By the way, that's your mama right there? That's your mama? Oh, y'all look like sisters. I promise I thought that was sisters. That is so awesome. God bless you. I can tell you this, laughter is the best medicine. Y'all laugh a lot, man. You guys are a great audience, a great group. Yeah, and laughter is the best medicine. Nurse, back me up on this. Let's tell them why laughter is the best medicine. It's not just a saying that sounds clever. It is the best medicine. You know why? Because when we laugh, our brain releases endorphins in our brain, and endorphins have the same chemical makeup as morphine, and our brain releases it, and it goes through our, it's true, huh? back me up, baby girl, and it goes through our system, our whole body and you can't produce too much of it, you'll never OD on it, the cops can't take it from you because you're producing it in your own brain, it's yours, and it makes you feel good. I'm telling the truth, aren't I? I, I won't lie to you one time that I'm up here, right? But I'll tell you something that sometimes even nurses don't know. Do you know this? Our brains can't tell the difference between fantasy and reality. The human brain cannot tell the difference between fantasy and reality. That means that if you're having a bad day, 
I hope it's a long time before the next time you cry. But the next time you cry, if you can make yourself laugh, just in the middle of crying, think of something funny, think about this bald head and this big belly, and laugh, and your endorphins will release, and next thing you know, you feel a whole lot better. That's why they say laughter is the best medicine. My mom was the funniest person I ever met. She never did comedy one day in her life, but she used to play jokes on me and my sister all the time. She used to do stuff like take the lint from the dryer trap and ball it up into a ball and put sugar on it and give it to me and my sister and tell us it was cotton candy. And I wish I was making that up to make y'all laugh too. All my friends got pink and blue, we got gray. That's what we got gray. <laughs> y'all laughing, but I didn't figure out till I was 14 years old. I pooped a sweater one day in the fourth grade. I did, I did. It was gray, it was gray. And it fit, that's the part I couldn't figure out. Oh man, I love to play practical jokes. Look at this, y'all. This is so much fun. All you gotta do is get a pair of eyes like this, right? Buy these online, get a pair like this, and go to a daycare center. Tell them you're there to pick up a child. <laughs> They'll ask you which one, you tell them, it don't matter. <laughs> then you go to your eye doctor's office and you wait outside the doors as people are coming in. Don't go in, don't go. <laughs> He's having a bad day. <laughs> These are really cool that Jehovah Witnesses show up at your house too. <laughs> We want you to come inside. Can you spend a night? <laughs> Something's wrong with me. Oh, seriously, I'm, I'm so silly, man. I am. And look, I'm not making fun of the Jehovah Witnesses. Again, I would never make fun of a person or organize anything. I'm just saying, as a comedian, we, we train ourselves. I've been doing this for 35 years. We train ourselves to find humor in everything we hear, read, and see, right? We try to make something funny with it, right? For example, Jehovah Witnesses have been an organized religion for over 100 years around the planet, not just in America. And they've been knocking on people's doors for over 100 years. And they've been telling people for over 100 years that only 144,000 people going to heaven. I'm gonna be real. If I believed in my heart that only 144,000 people were going to heaven, I wouldn't tell you nothing about that. <laughs> That'd be the bigger secret I keep. You come up to me at the end of the show, Mutsi, how do I get to heaven? I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I heard it was sold out. <laughs> Kindergarten, first and second, I went to Catholic school. My mama was a teacher at that Catholic school for kindergarten, first and second. And I, I gotta tell you, I, I, I'm from New Orleans, but I live in Waveland, Mississippi on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And I can't go to Catholic church even if I wanted to. It's like aerobics, I'm too overweight. It's like aerobics, you gotta stand up, sit down, kneel, pray. Stand up, sit down, kneel, pray. I'm on the back pew, I'm hot! Can't Jesus hear me when I lay down? And I never knew when to stand up. We never, all of us never knew. We had a 90-year-old lady sat in the front pew. When she stood up, we stood up. When she sat down, we sat down. One time she was eating a peppermint, got stuck in her throat, she started jumping up and down. We all started jumping up and down. <laughs> Holy Ghost came to that Catholic church. <laughs> My favorite story in the Bible is Abraham and Isaac. We all know that story. See, back in the day, we used to have to atone for our sins for, by sacrificing an animal. One day God told Abraham, he said, no, no, no. I want you to sacrifice your son. I want you to bring him up there and put him on that rock and I want you to slay him. I've seen color books, I've seen illustration books that portray little Isaac as an infant. Mm -mm. According to the Bible, he was a preteen, probably 10 to 12 years old. Now you know his daddy couldn't tell him what he was gonna do when he brought him up there. He probably had to trick him, tell him he was going on a picnic. That's what he probably told him. He probably told him, look, go get that rope, that sword, and that duct tape. We're going on a picnic. Come on, let's go. <laughs> got him up on that mountain. He got him up on that mountain, tied him up to that rock, and he was going to do it. 
And God stopped him, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I don't know exactly how he said it, you know what I'm saying? But it was probably like the first episode of Punk. You know what I'm saying? That's what that was right there. But God stopped him. And, and so my point is that he was going to do that. I have a son and I have a daughter. I couldn't sacrifice my son for you. And I wouldn't expect you to sacrifice your son for me. That's the kind of faith that he had, though. And I'm just saying that there was a point when they came home from that picnic that his wife's name is Sarah. And when they came walking in, I'm sure she had to say something like, oh, hey, how was y'all day? You know, little Isaac was like, I'm not going camping with daddy no more. And I'm sure the college you went to was a great college, and I'm sure you highly recommend it. You turn out to be a fine, upstanding American citizen, both of y'all. I think if you're going to send your children or your grandchildren, especially if you're going to help pay for it, best school you can send them to, Bible college. Yes. Yes. Think about it. You only got to buy one book. And if they catch you cheating, they got to forgive you. That's the rules right there. <laughs> I've been saved longer than 20 years, but I got baptized 13 years ago, almost 14 now. Yeah. And I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of that. For six years of my life, I worked for Carnival Cruise Lines, and I did 65 cruises a year for six years in a row. I met a pastor on a cruise ship one time, and he lives in Jackson, Missouri. It's in the southeast corner, 99 miles north of Arkansas. He said it's one of the poorest towns in America. And at his church, every Christmas, they do a benefit show to raise money for the families around their church. He said, if we don't raise money, then they don't get to celebrate Christmas. When he told me that, I said, Pastor, I want to help. I, I want to help. And so I've, it's every first Saturday in December. So I've been doing that for them. And we've been, we, him, I'll say, he does an awesome job at that. The Lord put it on my heart to get baptized 13 years ago. And so the Bible says repent and be baptized. I'm not saying you're not going to heaven if you're not baptized. And I'm not saying you are going to heaven if you are baptized. But the Bible says repent and be baptized. The Lord put it on my heart. So I said, Pastor, when I come up there, will you baptize me? He said, of course I will. Let's say we'll do the show on Saturday, Sunday morning at the service. I'll baptize you. And look, nine, well, let me just tell you this first of all. The pastor, he's a black pastor. His church, all black. Every time I go, I'm the only white person in the building. It's so awesome, man. I'm serious. It, it's incredible. And look, when I got baptized, nine people got baptized that morning. There was a family of four. I was number seven. There was a family of four, and then there was two people, and then it was my turn. And remember, I told you I wasn't going to lie to you. I'm not going to start now. I feel like he held me under the water a lot longer. <laughs> I'm serious, the water's not that deep. If you open your eyes, you can see what's going on. I can see his face. He was like, <laughs> I was screaming, I was flailing my arms. I can hear the people in the back of the church, they're like, oh, look, he's speaking in tongues. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm drowning. I'm going to keep it real, white people. You get baptized in a black church, you better bring a snorkel. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and a certified light guard in case that snorkel break off. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> I have fun. There's always a couple jobs in America that I try to acknowledge when I do my shows, no matter where I'm at. Number one, school teachers. I think they have a hard job. They don't get enough money. They don't get enough recognition. Seriously. Do, do we have any teachers here? Clap hand if you're a teacher. Thank y'all so much. What grade? Shout it out. What grade? Eighth grade, what subject? Math. Math. What's your first name, sir? Chad. Chad? Got a question for you, buddy. Say it loud, say it clear, say it quickly. You ready? What is pi squared? <laughs> you took too long, Chad, because everybody here knows pi squared is a Pop-Tart. 
Look, he's got his cell phone on. I know it ain't no Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Thank you for being a teacher, my friend. I appreciate you and the other teachers. There's another job in America that's seriously underrated and underpaid, too. They're called police officers. Let me tell you something. Those men and women are the only ones out there protecting us from the bad guys. That's all we got protecting us from the bad guys. Do we have any police officers here? Clap your hands. Oh, look, everybody ratting that dude out quick. Well, gee, that whole section, look right here. Who, who is the cop? Raise your hand, sir. God bless you. Your whole family ratting you out right there. What's your name, sir? AJ Johnson. Your name is AJ? That's not a name. That's two letters, sir. Unless you spell it A-A-J-A-Y. I'm just playing, sir. I'm just playing. Please don't arrest me at the end of the show. I got a family to get home to today. Nice to meet you. How long have you been a police officer, sir? 12 years. 12 years. You work here for the state or the county? Yes, sir. I like the way you speak, Monroe County, Mississippi. I feel like I'm on a traffic stop all of a sudden. What? Oh, AJ. My name's AJ Johnson, Monroe County, Mississippi. I need to see your license registration this year. That sound familiar to you, sir? Because it sounds familiar to me. How do I address you? What's your rank, sir? I'm a sergeant. Yes, sir. Uh -huh. Sergeant AJ, I appreciate you. Working patrol, sir? Yes, sir. Good man, sir. Appreciate the respect. Mutual. That's how it goes. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. I got a question for you, Sergeant. How's it feel when the lights in your eyes, player? <laughs> you been drinking today? <laughs> I'm playing, sir. I'm playing. I'm playing, man. Please don't hurt me, man. Do not hurt me. If he beats me up in the parking lot, y'all get y'all cell phones out. You hear what I'm telling you? I remember Rodney King. I'll split the money with y'all. I'm serious. We'll split it up. It is nice to meet you, sir. I appreciate you, brother. And so uh, you work in patrol. Have you arrested anybody like that we've seen on the news, like sometime big time guy? Maybe. Maybe. You already arrested him. I'm pretty sure you could talk about it now, sir. It's not like he's hiding in the closet back there and you can't. Have you? What's the biggest bus you've had? Was it a drug bus or was it a murderer? No, you know, it's in the newspaper, it's on CNN. You're not really a real cop, are you, sir? You work at the mall. I know what you do, buddy. I know what you do. You got one of them little things. Hold it right there, mister. I'm Sergeant AJ, A-A-J-A-Y. I've seen you put that candy in your pocket and you're not leaving them all till you give it back. I'm playing, sir. I'm playing, man. I'm gonna get beat up. I know I'm getting beat up. Here. I already know that I am. AJ, I appreciate you and I respect you, sir. And I, I, want you, I want you to be very careful, all right? All right, buddy? I want you to be careful, okay, buddy? Hmm? You want some water? That'd be pretty funny, huh? <laughs> you pull me up. I'm AJ over the camera. You been drinking? I sure have. You want some? <laughs> Just take me to jail. Is that your family sitting next to you, sir? It is. Yes, sir. They're very proud of you. Is your wife with you? She is. Does she work? She does. Let's rat her out. What does she do, Sergeant? Oh, that's what I need, like breathing. <laughs> <laughs> you work at a hospital? What hospital? Baptist in Columbia. Oh, Columbus. Well, I was close. I'm not from here. Cut me some slack. What's your first name? Taylor. Taylor? What's my name? See how it feels? It's Mootsie. Any, any other nurses here? Clap in if you're a nurse. 
Any, any nurse work in recovery? Y'all know what I'm talking about when we have surgery? And they give us, they give us that Michael Jackson profile to put us to sleep. And we can't wake up. I'm sorry? Oh, that's what you do? Oh, you, you go, girl. Oh, that's you. There she is. You, you the one that wakes us up. Help some cut me. I need security, sir. She's telling me in front of everybody she's an organized gang. I'm not gonna mess with you. You will slice me. Are you one of the ones that hands the doctors a scalpel? Like scalpel. There you go. Hammer. Boom, boom. Pliers. Gotta go to Ace Hardware. I'll be right back. You know how them recovery nurses do. We're knocked out. We're sound asleep, right? And then the surgery's over, but we're still on a proof of all concoction y'all gave us or whatever it is to make us go to sleep. And they yell at us. They just yell so loud. Mutsi! Get up! Mutsi! Open your eyes! You did great! We could hear you. We just can't answer you. We're thinking, we didn't, I didn't do great. I didn't do nothing except lay there. <laughs> Open your eyes. I can't. Y'all should give us a little more time or something like that. You know what I mean? It's too much pressure. Thank you for being a nurse, though, ma'am. I appreciate it. Were you clapping when I asked before? Yes, ma'am. Is that your husband? Yeah, how you doing, sir? I'm good, sir. You look well-rested. Yeah, because she bring home the proof of all like Michael Jackson, huh? You watch the football game, baby girl, bedtime. <laughs> I'm silly, man. I am so silly. Oh, goodness gracious. We do have another service at 11, so I just want to say I'm going to do a couple more things. Um, but I want to say the honest to God truth while I'm here. And, and um, there are some comedians that I know that are Christians, and we call ourselves Christian comedians. I know, and I'm not saying one is better than the other. I know some Christians that are comedians that will come to a show, and they won't mention Jesus. They just do a clean comedy show. And I'm cool with that. Sometimes that's what the churches ask us to do. They say, you know, we, we just would like for you to do your comedy show because, you know, we handle the preaching part of it. But for me, I got to be honest. What Jesus has done for me in my life, I cannot go without praising Jesus no matter where I'm at. I can't. I can't. I can't go to Waffle House and not talk about Jesus. I can't. I never was, look, I, I've never done an illegal drug in my life. I've never even smoked a cigarette. Now, I'll be honest, we're not born saved by default, right? It's a decision that we make to follow Jesus, to repent, to turn from our sins at some point in our life. And when we repent and we follow Jesus, God sends the Holy Spirit to live within us. That's when we become saved. John 14, 15 is my favorite Bible verse. Jesus said, if you love me, obey me. That's when we become saved, right? So I tell people that, you know, I don't, I, it wasn't like I was a criminal or, or drug head or anything like that, and God cleaned me up. But we're all sinners. We're all sinners. I've always thought of myself as a good person, but I got to tell you something that's going to shock you but I promise your pastor will back me up. And if you read your Bible, you'll know it's true. But it's a shocking sentence to tell someone there's going to be some good people in hell. There's going to be some great people in hell. Good people don't go to heaven. Saved people go to heaven. And that's the truth. We're all not good. None of us are good. We're like filthy rags. But because Jesus died on that cross, 
He paid for our sins, past, present, and future. And that's why I'm here. I want to tell every single person in this room, there's no sin that you could have ever committed to make, G to make Jesus love you less than he loves you. There's also no amount of times that you could have committed that sin to make him love you less. None. Some of you may come to church every Sunday. Some of you may tithe every Sunday. Some of you may pray every day. But you haven't given 100% of your life to God. You might have your money is all good. And so, you know, I got that under control. I don't need you for that. My health, I'm healthy. I don't need you for that. No, no. We need God for all of it. And when we surrender all of it, that's when our life becomes complete. Now, I want to show you something. I want to show you something at the end of my show. show the money that I make from doing my shows like I just did for you guys that's how I raise my family and pay my bills the money that I make from selling my DVDs at the end of my show I do as Jesus said Jesus said as you do unto the least of these you do unto me so here's I told Lindsay she knew about this I was a police officer for 10 years sir that's how I know about cops that we found on Highway 90, 18 months old, maybe 20 months old, walking alone on the highway on the Gulf Coast, abandoned. Most beautiful boy I've ever seen in my life, including my own children. Beautiful blonde hair, blue eyes, wearing only a diaper, no shoes, no pants, no shirt, just walking. Somebody picked him up. I went door to door everywhere. My whole shift couldn't find out who he belonged to. Turned out at the end that his mom was drunk in a hotel room, and somehow the child got out. He didn't get hurt. But in the meantime, before we found the mom, I had to bring that child to the battered women's shelter. That's where we turned him over to. The police officer will tell you that you don't know where the battered women's shelters are in your town, and that's for a reason. That's because if a husband batters his wife and then he knows where she's at, he's gonna be knocking on that door every night crying, apologizing, trying to get her back. I know of three battered women's shelters along the coast where I live. It's Mother's Day for them too. Those mothers are no different than any woman sitting in this room today. They are no less than any woman sitting in this room today. They were in circumstances that we are horrified to even imagine. Almost 100% physically beaten, 100% mentally tortured. These women are told they're worthless. They're told they're not lovable. They're told they'll never be loved by anybody and that they shouldn't even be alive. That's the kind of things these evil men tell them. That's why they have to run to shelter. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do this together. If I had the funds to do it, I would do it on my own and you wouldn't even know about it. But I do need your help. Here's what I'm doing. I'm selling my DVDs at the end of my show. I sell them for $20. Taking all this money that we make today from this service and the next service, right? Taking it all. And I'm going straight from here, I'm going straight home, and I'm gonna buy as many flowers and as many boxes of chocolate and as many Mother's Day cards as I can, and they're going to the mothers at the uh, battered women's shelters to let them know several things. They are worth it. God loves them too. They are loved just as much as God loves you. And I will let them know that everything that I bring them today is from the people from Vibrant Church in Columbus, Mississippi. I'll let them know that. I'll let them know that, listen, God loves you. And sometimes when you're in that situation, you can't really comprehend, like, if God loves me, then why isn't he helping me? Well, you know what? We are his hands. We are his feet. We are the body of Christ. And today, I'm showing up, and we are helping him. We are helping them. And those little children will see that. They'll see that a man brought some stuff to his mom, that his mom is loved. Because those children saw what those moms go through. And those children are in those battered women's shelters with those moms.
they are important. They are right now the least of these, but this is not where they're going to stay. Together we'll pray for them. Together we're going to bless them today. And we'll pray for them from here on out. But they will know the love of Christ. I have 100 Bibles out of my house willing to give out. They will know the love of Christ. And they will know just like I told you that God loves you. I'm telling them that God loves them. He's not finished with them yet. He has a plan for their life. It's called the will for their life. And today, Mother's Day starts that brand new life. And if you will, if you'll buy one, it will really help. If you want to buy more, man, if, if, if you happen to have extra money and you want to put up more money, I promise you it's all going to that. No hard feelings. If, if you don't want one or you can't get one today, no hard feelings. I, I get it. I'm going to do one more thing before we go, but police officers out there, man, you, you know, you just heard me say I was a cop. I don't like them lazy cops, though. You know which ones I'm talking about. Those cops that pull us over to, to give us a ticket, but they're too lazy to get out their police car, so they don't want to get out their car to come give us a ticket, so they got to talk to us through the PA system in their police car, try and make us get out of our own car to come pick up our own ticket. Okay, driver of the vehicle. Exit your vehicle slowly at this time. Keep your hands where I can see them at all times. Walk slowly towards my police vehicle. As you approach my police vehicle, place your hands palm up on the hood of my police vehicle. If you got one of these in your car like I do at all times, you can talk back to them, y'all. No! You get out of your police vehicle and walk up here to me. We can sit up here and party all night. I did that in Dallas, Texas, y'all, I did. They got a beautiful jail in Dallas, too, I'm serious. <laughs> hey, my name's Mootsie, that's the end of my show. Thanks for having me out here, happy Mother's Day. But most importantly, I hope God bless everybody here. Thank you very much, y'all, I appreciate it.